Welcome to the Ambitious Leader Podcast, the podcast for you leaders with big ambitions to help you reach more in an easier way. So if you have the feeling that the sweat you put in and the results you get out are not in line, then it's probably a good idea to listen and learn. The host of the show is Dennis Fredericks. And we're ready to go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a new episode of the Ambitious Leader podcast. In last week's episode, we talked about the thin line between being ambitious and holding yourself back. And that's a presentation that we give on a regular basis and in many different forms. You could say it's a bit of our uh, of one of our keynote presentations. And because of that, we also have a good idea of the questions that we get when people hear us talk about that subject. So the episode of today, you will get the Q&A of one of those sessions. And it was the webinar session. Not that long ago, we gave this presentation in the form of a webinar. And what you will hear next is the Q&A of that webinar. And I think it's a very good representation of the questions that people have once they are walking that thin line between being ambitious and holding themselves back. So here we go for the Q&A. The very first question that was asked is how to respond when I have ambition, uh, but my manager does not give me the opportunity, telling me to stay in place. It's two parts of a question, so I'll first let you, or do I read? I'll read the entire. And uh, the second one um, there was uh, from the same person is how to switch areas of expertise when my ambition is different than my current position. Okay. Well, to answer the first one, if your uh, your manager asks you to stay in place, well, then actually you are in that situation where there is social pressure and where there is someone blocking your way to success. So then you are in that situation where someone is mm. blocking you. And in that uh, situation, it's... Well, the solution that we said, perhaps you have to find allies, mm. people who do believe in you. And if your manager say, well, stick in place, what does the manager of the manager say? Or mm. what does some colleagues say? Uh, and if you... Well, you I, yeah, I was going to add, yeah, that's of course if you only look within your company. But uh, perhaps within your network, other people... Um, that yeah, other people with more experience or um, that could offer you a job uh, really believe in you. So uh, I think it's very important that you uh, let people know what your true ambitions are. And a good manager doesn't tell you to stay in place. If mm -hmm. you have a good manager, then actually your manager wants to see you grow. Uh, that's something that, that they just have to accept. If someone tells you to stay in place, then yeah, it's either because they have too much stake. It means that you're too good probably in what you do. Um, so, so I would say that's not the person that you want to continue working for. And then take a look at opportunities elsewhere. Yeah. Or something else that you could do is uh, start to question why does my manager uh, is blocking me? Uh, because think about the example of the the mom who is uh, very uh, yeah very 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 precautious around you, 
perhaps that manager has something of the same issue that he he doesn't really want to block you but perhaps he wants to protect you from something so go after that and uh, well dive mm -hmm. into it a little bit more try to understand it mm -hmm. uh, why well. those things are happening yeah so perhaps we can go to the second yeah, part of the, the question second part of a question uh, is how to switch areas of expertise when my ambition is different than my current position mm -hmm. um Okay, well, uh, I think my answer would be just uh, step in, <laughs> discover, experiment, uh, because for me it has something to do with that uh, finding your purpose. Um, and it can be that you're, okay, you have your expertise, that's nice, that's fine, uh, but you know what, I'm educated as an engineer. <laughs> I, my expertise was to play with robots. And then, because of a lot of experimentation and a lot of things that happened mm. in between, now I end up to be a full-time coach. Uh, and I think it's it's you know, for me it's a very logical path that I've that I've taken that I've traveled. Uh, so you you definitely can change that mm. field of expertise. And I think you well, I think that's that's one thing where it's a really uh, big shift and perhaps also in part. Uh, more sudden shift or at least it looks that way for other people um, I think another thing that you can do is if you want to change areas of expertise is do some job crafting as they call it so that you stay in your current position but that you yeah try to take some things on top of the job that you are doing that are more and more into that direction of what you want to do um, perhaps it's possible to do that in your job at work uh, perhaps it's something that you have to do next to your job. Get more expertise in your field uh, that you want to fulfill your ambition in. But doing that, yeah, in your spare time, in your evening, um, becoming, uh, yeah, having someone as a mentor mm -hmm. that helps you doing it, not, yeah, in the job itself. Perhaps you want to do it um, freelance, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't need to happen overnight. Uh, remember the thing I talked about, if you really want to strive for that ambition, uh, well then think in 25 years. Uh, and that's a long time to change of expertise. You, yeah. You've never been that long at school. Mm -hmm. So if you, if you see life as a constant learning thing, then you have a lot of time to change and to shift and to, yeah, to really become better in everything actually. So, and that's again, driven back to the presentation um, if you are in a good state if you're healthy mentally physically if your path is very clear if you know you have to travel for 25 years and you know exactly where you want to end then i'm sure it will happen okay let's move on to the next question mm -hmm. uh, it's a long one uh, in my experience some of the answers to these questions uh, for example what direction to explore whether you are in the right direction what beliefs might not might uh, not allow you to dream big are not straightforward or direct and sometimes hidden implicit emotional uh, are there methods uh, for example arts visual work acting etc that you think may be especially effective in uncovering the answers to these questions uh, so this is a question about concrete methods, habits, etc. Mm -hmm. Very nice question. Um, well, yes, indeed, there are many ways how you can discover those things. And then we're completely into the, the topic I like to talk about most, finding your purpose. Um, 
And there are many ways how to do it. And uh, well, the, the short answer to this question would be uh, go to our YouTube channel or to our uh, Instagram channel and scroll back a little bit because very recently we recorded an ambitious leader chat all about finding your purpose. It's a 20 minute video. Well, just a few minutes, uh, less than 20 minutes. Mm. And uh, there we, we have a bit of a chat and a bit of a discussion about what you can do mm. in really finding those things. Um, now, that's that's a very short answer. <laughs> and that's actually avoiding the answer because it's bringing you to, to, to another video. Um, but the main thing for me is actually experimentation. Mm. Just Try out things, try out, go go out in the world. Well, that's a bad thing to say at this moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but <laughs> in normal circumstances, go out and just try. Um, everything is built on, on, on experiments. Everything is built on experiences. Um, go bungee jumping, go parachute jumping, go walking, go running, go swimming. It doesn't matter what. Go indeed the things as you said. Go create art. Uh, if you've never done it, go painting, um, go sculpturing. And the more things you try, the more you will experience, the more you will immediately feel hey, mm. this is something that brings me in the right direction or mm, no, this isn't my thing, this isn't mm. helping me. It's really about experimenting mm. and then reflecting upon, okay, what does this specific uh, experiment, this specific experience um, do to me and what is it exactly about the experience that I really like or that I really dislike? For example, if it's about the bungee jumping, is it the adrenaline? Is it um, the danger? Is it what is it? Is it the being outdoors? It's really analyzing what the different aspects within that experience are to know what is important to you and to know where you want to move towards to find your purpose. Exactly, exactly. It's all about that question. If you do something, then reflect upon it and ask yourself the question, um, what does it tell about me? Mm. Indeed. Okay. All right. So next question. I have a sense uh, that an assumption here is that ambition is linear and is always uh, up or better. What about a different ambition that is seen as lesser by others uh, and that requires giving up a path that is seen as desirable by the majority? Um, after all, we are striving for goals, ambitions in a value-laden society. How to be sure about this redirection and how to pull it off in a way that you uh, that leaves you more empowered, I think that is, uh, in this uh, new choice. Ah, also a very uh, nice uh, question indeed. I'll first let no, you... Go, go ahead, go. Well, you, you like the question. So I, I like the question, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, indeed, I, I completely understand what you're saying there. Um, with ambition, uh, we don't mean uh, ambition as seen by the majority. What we actually see, want to say with ambition is your true purpose. So what is it that you really want for yourself? That is your ambition. Because indeed, ambition is often seen as a career ambition or something big. It, that's not what we're talking about here. We really want to be talking about what is it that drives you, that gives you energy, that you feel that you want to reach in 25 years, maybe uh, shorter, maybe longer even. And it might be, for example, um, that you are that, that you ha are having a great career, um, but that actually you feel that your true purpose, that your true ambition is 
being at home with your children and really seeing them grow and and yeah doing uh, homeschooling them for example um if that is your true ambition that's also a great ambition to have if that is what really makes you happy and what drives you mm-hmm. definitely and if you if you're just going after um, the so-called ambitions that are uh, yeah, generally accepted in the society well then most of most of the cases you will never become really happy and it reminds me of one of my clients that I worked with uh, several years ago uh, he was in IT and well he made career from being a um, service ITer to, uh, yeah, I don't know how old names were, but then more to a management position and then to a team leader and stepping up and stepping up and stepping up. But in the end, he was struggling so much. Um, and, and actually, if he was true to himself, he knew that actually being that service engineer was the, the thing he loved to do most of all. Uh, but it was very hard for him to to sit down the ladder because mm. society mm. yeah pushes us up and at, if then there's a moment where you say well actually i don't want this position i'm going back to the level of service engineer yeah then perhaps there are many people who who question it and who say for well, wow what are you doing why 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 do you step back yeah. and then again there's that social pressure on you to keep going uh, which is not the good thing so Keep doing what you love to do because then you're absolutely the best in it. Yeah. Okay, then the next question is, any advice for realizing or working towards ambition while managing other responsibilities? For example, taking care of elderly elderly family members, taking care of most of uh, the household, etc. In other words, how to manage different uh, phases and different levels of energy, time, engagement throughout uh, the goal striving process. For example, focus on skills development and getting education, taking a back-end role that allows you to still be engaged without having to take the lead and ongoing pressures, etc. Well, a part of that question is actually already answered Mm -hmm. because it has a lot of uh, similarities with the previous question. Um, The more energetic part of that question uh, well, we also touched upon that one in the one of the last slides. Uh, well, you have to take care of yourself first. Mm-hmm. So if there is a moment or a period in, in your life where you need to take care of children or elderly family or whatever, um, well, it's a choice that you make. And every choice has its consequences. So you, you make that choice to, yeah, to be full into that. And then for that phase, you shift the other ambitions a bit at the side. Uh, Or you can make another choice, of course, and then go full into that ambition. uh, And then also find solutions that fit with that. Uh, Because, uh, for example, I had a client uh, last year and he was a bit in that situation where he he had three daughters. uh, And he was struggling with his ambition and also being the family guy and and etc., etc., um, but he didn't want to give up or to give up his ambition. So he took the decision to take an au pair. And then he could still manage both the 
the, the, the one thing, the one part of, mm. of his life was taken care of. And it could be a dad at the moments that he really wanted to be a dad. And at the same time, he could full go for his ambition. Yeah. So everything you do is a choice and every choice has a consequence. And if you choose for your ambition, then make it happen. And if you choose for another phase in your life, well, then step in fully into that phase. Mm -hmm. But don't be juggling in between mm -hmm. because then nothing will happen. Yeah, indeed, because if you step, step full in, for example, in taking care of children, uh, of, um, of parents or, or grandparents, then you also get energy out of that if it's something that you really want to do and you really step full in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's time then for the final question. Um, in times of Corona, sorry to mention it, <laughs> what would you recommend if someone is thinking of changing careers? Uh, well, what, what's different in times of Corona about changing careers than in non-Corona times? Uh, if there are reasons to change your career, then just go for it. Uh, this is a big crisis, we know. Uh, we are only seeing the, the beginning of it. Mm. Uh, economically, it will get very hard. But I founded the Happiness Factory in the middle of the financial crisis more than 10 years ago. And we're still here and we're still working. So it goes. <laughs> it works out. If you, if you believe in it, if yeah. you go for it, if you make those choices to really step into that ambition. I guess if you're really, really driven and really put your message out there in the world and know what it is that you want and that people can really see it because of the way you talk about it, the way, mm. what you want to do, um, then people ju will just believe in you. It's mm. really about being very... Um, very straightforward and being, uh, I can't find the word right now, but um, being uh, very, uh, well, repeating your message, <laughs> repeating the same message all of the, all of the time mm -hmm. that will uh, make that people really see that in you, that you, who you are and what you want to stand for. So then it is possible to, to mm -hmm. change uh, careers as well. And if you fail, then at least you've tried. I think that's also a very big and important message uh, that we are afraid of failing and that we mm. think that everything should work out from the first moment. And well, of course, there are risks involved in everything that you do, but who cares? <laughs> if you fail, you fail and it's time to take the next step. That's it. That's it indeed. That's it for the Q&A and that's it for this episode. Now, if we leave you here with even more questions or with some personal questions, questions that have not been answered yet, then always feel free to ask us your specific questions. And you can easily do that by sending us an email. Just uh, send an email to info at thehappinessfactory.be. Refer to this uh, podcast episode and ask us your personal question. And then we will be more than happy to give you a personalized answer to all your questions. Okay, that's it for today. Next week we will be back. And then we will be back with an ambitious leader chat episode. So one of the new ones. Um, I would say, well, just discover it. So stay tuned and we hear each other next week. Bye.
intro and outro of this podcast is made with royalty-free music of bandsound.com.